Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to a Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning as we get into the Word, but before we do so, let's take a moment and pray. Lord, we just ask that you will impart to us your wisdom, Lord, and your guidance, God, that you will show us what you have for us in this Word today, Lord. Those participating in this devotional, Lord, and those that are listening, God, that you will speak to each and every one of us our needs, Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness, Lord, concerning the promises and the things that you have told us, Lord, that you will fulfill them all, Lord, and not one word of what you have spoken or written will fall and not come to pass, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, Lord, and your gentleness, and we thank you that those things that you have placed inside of us, Lord, that can be displayed, that you will mature them and grow them, Lord, so that we can share with others and bring them closer to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're excited to have you with us again as we continue our study in Acts. And um, I'd just like to thank everybody before we actually get into the Word for for those that, are, especially those that have partnered with us and like our episodes, that subscribe on any number of the platforms where you can find a day of prayer on, and those that share the episodes with others so they can learn and grow in the knowledge and relationship with our Lord and Savior, and as well as help us fulfill the mandate the Lord's given us for this ministry, which is building His house and preaching the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. So we thank you for your partnering with us in that. Just by those, well, some may say they're seemingly simple actions, but uh, thank you for being a blessing. They, they are definitely meaningful to us and help us with any algorithms and moving up. Um, and yes, we know first and foremost that's the Lord doing those things, but you have a role in that. And a, we know the Lord will reward you as he as he will and in abundance for your efforts and your participation with this ministry and in, in those things so just wanted to thank you and that being said let's do the thing we came to do and get into the word shall we yes we so shall. we are going to again reread in acts chapter 6 verses 1 through 7 so could i get a volunteer to cover that please i will all right, Charles. <clears throat> now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the, Hel- against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. But we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the same pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, Prochorius, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenius, and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch 
whom they said before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Amen. So, as is our normal custom, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit has been speaking and ministering to you through this section of Scripture and the, the past few episodes, and to ask any questions that you may have. All right? Okay. So who'd like to begin? I'll yeah, I just want to throw us back a little bit to the last episode. Yes, brother. Uh, we were connecting a lot of scripture from Kings and Chronicles and Samuel mm-hmm. and all around um, looking at um, wisdom and the role uh, that that uh, plays in a leadership role <clears throat> and tying that back into the attributes of being filled with the Holy Spirit and of good re- reputation Amen. and how men were chosen for leadership in the early church. Yes. And um, as we were wrapping up the last podcast, it, it struck me that the uh, the contrast of David, who's, you know, um, quite highly esteemed and often mentioned in the Bible and referenced and continues to be so to this day Absolutely. as um, an example of leadership, although flawed, um, yes. But such an example of leadership uh, and that contrast to what we see of leadership today, who, who people so greatly esteem to move into leadership and control mm. um, of people uh, and typically for their own gain. Where here's David. Uh, not only was it not in his own consideration that he should think of himself as one to be chosen for leadership. Um, and of course the scripture doesn't say, but I believe that a family being assembled for Samuel to come by Mm -hmm. was known throughout the family. And David was not even chosen by his father to come in from the field. Wasn't even a consideration. Wasn't wasn't even a consideration. (laughs) And I don't think David was out there crying because he wasn't, um, picked to be considered. It was just his humbleness of his position of, of not seeking for his own gain or his own glory. And yet God chose him. And then in that, his willingness to bridle his own self, when the opportunities continue to present himself for him to step in, um, apart from the Lord to, to move into that, which the Lord had promised him mm, and, and kill King Saul yeah, and King kills. Yeah. More than once. <clears throat> yes. Yes. And so, um, I mean, he, he could have overthrown him. He was so popular by the people. It would, it would have been no problem. He didn't have to kill King Saul. I mean, they, they probably would have drug him out in the street and killed him themselves had he stepped in and just, I mean, right. Or, David, or David, given the okay, right? Or given the okay, yeah. I mean, you know, just, I mean, you know, what was it? Um, Saul is thousands, David is ten thousands, right? Exactly. Saul is hundreds, whatever, whatever it was. And, I mean, and, the people yep. really saw him out. But David really exemplified that and remaining humble in that and not seeking the leadership of a position for his own gain or for his own power, but uh, his, his timeliness awaiting for the Lord. And then, of course, as he finishes all that up, he moves into this calling that he had all of his life almost to build a place for the Lord mm. and release that over because the Lord said, not for you, but for your son. Mm. I mean, what a humble servant he was. And when we think about that as to what we have for leaders today, and I think you were talking about that in relationship to the wisdom we need to apply 
in choosing leaders today. Exactly. And that, and that comes from, well, if we look at David, his relationship with the Lord. Even as you brought up about him just still shepherding when the household was called in, right, to, to present themselves before Samuel. David was remained doing what he knew he needed to do. What what the responsibility was that he was given, which was to shepherd, well, in that case it was sheep, right? Long before the Lord actually made him a shepherd over Israel and a leader and king is what I mean by shepherd over all of Israel. Which is amazing. It but that all of that came as a result of his heart to the Lord, which is why the Lord said, no, this is a man after my own heart, right? Um, because, no, he did, was not tempted, even though, well, you, I'll say it in this way. You could argue that he was tempted, and people are like, hey, just, just kill him now, or let me kill him. And, and he was like, no, no, don't lift your hand against the Lord's anointed, the ones that the Lord has chosen for that role at that time, Right? He remained doing what was his role and his responsibility at every step. Did he do it perfectly? Absolutely not, which is why the Lord said, no, you, you cannot build my house, but I'll, I'll allow your son to do it. But he still, if, if we really study that out, and we've talked about that in the, the Lord's house series that we studied, the Lord gave David the plans, which he passed on to Solomon. Right, and, and and with that, of course, we know he was going to pass on the wisdom, and these are the things and why these items, furnishings, need to be constructed in this manner, and, and what they represent. Right, which is amazing, but you see us along every every step of the way. Now, let's go back to Acts six. Right, these individuals that were being chosen and selected were being chosen and selected for particular roles. The apostles had their roles, right? We're going to dedicate ourselves to, to prayer and to the word and to teaching, right? These individuals here that the people were choosing or electing, they had a different role. It was to make sure that the people were taken care of, right? That, that they were fed, that there was equal distribution, not favoring one group above another, right? But looking out for the welfare of everyone equally. And, and administer their needs, right? Well, that matters, right? They stayed yes. in, in their role, as it were. They, they weren't seeking to become apostles. They were just operating in the place that the Lord had made for them. Looking out for the, the welfare of the people, not how do I promote myself, as you were pointing out, Dean, which is an incredible mindset, but that only happens as a result of the relationship with the Lord and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and being satisfied in what the Lord has provided for them and the opportunity given. So yeah, it, it matters, absolutely. And it matters in the fact that, yes, we should look for that same heart and mindset in those that we would consider as leaders over us in the body in government and at every level because it also shows the we read just here in these first seven verses the results of what happens when we yield 
to the leading of the Holy Spirit in, I'll say, choosing who he has chosen or agreeing with whom he's chosen in for leadership. People that reflect our Lord and Savior's nature, character, and attributes. But I'll, I'll pause there. I won't, I won't reveal all the details yet um, to give everyone else the opportunity to, to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to them. I'll go, I guess. No, promise was going to go, sweetheart. Oh. Well, come on with it, sir. He was, he was too busy smiling and <laughs> getting his Bible. Okay, so the first part that the Lord brought me to was verse 7 where it says, Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Amen. So what do you reveal, sir? So the Lord is talking to me about, especially with that one, that when because the apostles were obedient to the Lord and appointed the... Well, they told the people to appoint seven people who were filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And how that they went to other places and saved other people. And you could see that with Stephen. And how that the se because they were, were being to the Lord, that allowed other people to be saved. And the Lord reminded me of... Wait, first let me backtrack. That the apostles weren't grumbling and going... Well, all I do is, all I do is what the Lord tells me to do seven days a week. So, let's change it up a little bit and let's do it ourselves. Hmm. And so, the Lord's remind me of when I grumble. He, um, what? A couple of days ago, I was grumbling about something I don't remember. And then I was practically going on a diet tribe, and the Lord asked me if I was finished. <laughs> <laughs> he does that sometimes, yeah. What did he say next? And then the Lord said, he asked me if I was blessed. And I said, yes. And then the Lord said, if you're blessed, then how come you're acting like you're not blessed? And I haven't given you everything. Given you, given you what you need to be blessed. What you need to be blessed. Does that okay. make sense? Okay, mm -hmm. yep. And so what was, what else happened in the conversation? What was your response? And... Then the Lord went on to say that where the Lord puts us, that's where we'll be the most blessed. Mm -hmm. And he reminded me of a family that he that he designed a family to be blessed with a certain amount of numbers. He didn't say a family of three with only two there. He said a family of three with all three there. Okay. He's specific. He He calls and states what he wants and... His word does not return to him void. Okay. Come on. And, on. and only when you're walking with the Lord and being satisfied with what he has for you, then you're able to receive the blessing. Mm. And the Lord reminded me of, for example, there's a present that's wrapped. And I don't open it that I'm not going to be blessed, even though there's still a present. It's there waiting and ready for you. And if you don't partake of it by your own choice, then you don't get to receive all the blessing and benefits, even though they've always been yours. Yes. Or yours since the gift was given. Hmm. 
But I would ask this. If you are, so you use the example of a family, right? Yes. Every person in that family has a role and responsibilities, right? Yes. Is there some overlap? Sure. But each one has a has their own unique role, right? Yes. And then when is the family the most blessed? When everybody's working inside of their role. Okay. Not just the individual member of the family, but then also the family as a whole. And if that's the case, and it is it is the case, it is true. Doesn't shouldn't that also and doesn't it also apply to well, not just our home, our family, but our church, our community, our society, government, education, and everywhere else? Yes. When people are properly operating and functioning in their role, in the place that they're given, with their own duties, responsibilities, and so on and so forth, right? Yes. Does that not provide the best and biggest blessing to them and to everyone else? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it shows how we should act. But I love how you brought up verse 7, sir, for the other point. Because I said I wasn't going to reveal it yet, right? What does verse 7 say? That, wait, it continued. Numbers were greatly added to the first church. <clears throat> and a great many of who? Priests. Oh, great many of the priests were or became obedient to the faith. Well, wait a second. Didn't we just read about here in chapter 5 that the priests, so Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes, were some of the biggest opposition? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's uh, quite an amazing turnaround. Yes? Yes. Yes. Some would say that's a complete 180. And or others, let's, let's look at the reality of things. That can only happen in and through the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Who can change someone mm-hmm. else's mind? Who can get Who can someone change to change a heart? Exactly, I a heart. And in the, in changing the heart, changes the attitudes, actions, and behaviors. Mm-hmm. But we talked about that, um, and maybe it was last week's um, podcast <coughs> that the Lord mm-hmm. was sowing seeds by con- sowing seeds in the hearts of the people, giving them an opportunity. And God is gracious; He's good to all. Mm-hmm. So we see some of that harvest coming forward of the seeds that were sown and you know some were harvested some came to fullness later but god is never um without the result that he desires his word does not return to him void and and it goes forth and accomplishes all that he wants it to amen you're right charles you had something sweetheart i'm pressed you done yes you can go okay the first thing that the lord is showing me was um In verse, it was verse six when it said the apostles prayed and laid hands on them. Mm-hmm. The Lord made me first notice that they did not lay hands as to bless them and pray with them for the Lord to strengthen them. They prayed beforehand. That was a very key fact about this. It wasn't just you choose it and the Lord. Yes, while we look at this was something that they thought of themselves, but the Lord was still present in it. It wasn't just man going around doing what he wanted. The the Lord showed me that the prayer that the apostles prayed was a prayer to him to understand if this was through his will. To confirm the yes. choice and, just, and to ensure that the people had followed the Lord's will. 
Yes, right? and he, yes, and he gave me the example of uh, David. There was cases in his life where David knew what to do, but he needed the specifics. Like when a village or a city was in danger, David knew he had to go help them. But the specifics he left up to the Lord to do. And the Lord showed me that here, they already had the framework of what the Lord wanted. He didn't, and then you can also see they're also going off what happened with Moses. How it wasn't just left up to Moses to take care of everything. How the framework was already presented, but it was up to them and the people to apply the framework and then the Lord was providing the specific structure that he wanted the framework to apply in. So so the how to go about it, right? Yes. Scripture tells us this, right? To bring your plans before the Lord, right? Yes. So we, we initially were talking about this and saying that the Lord had given the apostles the plans, right? And yes. how do we know that's the case? Because they said, you choose from amongst yourselves seven people. Did they, you think they picked that number out of a hat? No. no, up to this point, we've been reading about how they, the apostles, are being led by the Holy Spirit. So, wouldn't they have received that from the Holy Spirit? Yes. And let's also look at that, right? Choose seven. We've already read that there are about 5,000 people added to the church over that, right? Because the second yes. one talks about, about 5,000 men were added. Yes? Yes. Okay, so that's right there, that's 8,000 people. And you're going to choose seven? Well, that, that differs from the, when, with Moses and the Jethro principle, right? Choose one out of every ten, ten out of every hundred, right? Or what we would know yes. or discuss in business as management, right? For managers in, in and through a business, it's typically the number is ten, right? Yes. Yes. Um, if, if you don't know that, well, now you do. So the whole point I'm making on that is... Again, we were talking, bring your plans before the Lord. Get his plans and his perspective. You brought up about David, sir, and how David would ask the Lord, hey, do I just go up and attack these people? Right? And I believe that's in Corinthians 15. Chronicles. Chronicles. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And the first time, the Lord was like, yep, go do it. But the second time, David asked the same question. Do I just go up there again and attack these, these people? And the Lord said, no. Get ready. Prepare yourself. And wait till you hear this sound. And when you hear this sound, now move, now operate. And when David adhered to the plan the Lord had given him, he saw the fruit, right? Yes. When they, the, the people adhered to the plan that was given them by the Lord through the apostles, right? They had the opportunity yes. to participate in being the solution as we were discussing. And when they adhered to that and applied that, now, yes, there is verification from the apostles, right, to the Lord, like, yes. to ensure, to confirm, Confirmation, yeah. exactly, to confirm, and when the Lord confirmed it, well, we also see the fruit, or the results, or the outcome, whichever way you want to phrase it, and even more numbers are being added. Mm -hmm. What I see is also that the Lord clearly had a desire to begin to establish the the full-on structure of his church, the way mm -hmm. he wanted it to be, and to also um, use other people in a more significant way. And 
like we always know about God, even if flesh wants to do something or the adversary is trying to do something, God is still always going to get his will accomplished. And he'll just take that opportunity and turn it around and use it for the good of his purpose, um, especially towards his people. So um, like we see the, the budding of where we'll be moving to like the fivefold ministry coming forth. And uh, as we call it at this time, all we know about the, are the apostles. That's all they know. And this is something that's entirely new. And so the Lord has to um, kind of make them aware of things, bring it to our, you know, um, bring it into purview because it's hard for God to talk to us about things sometimes when we have no point of reference, which is why he showed yes. Moses what it looked like in heaven, because he would have been like, what are you talking about? What's the box? And the what, you know, he would have been out making scarecrows and stick figures if the Lord hadn't given him a point of reference. He understands how the human mind works. So, and just the simplicity of how he designed us, he knows how we, how we function. So he's bringing things to their purview so that now they can become more aware. After this, we're going to see the Lord um, branching out more and more. Um, the apostle Peter's going to go do different things that were never on his mind before, but now God's bringing it into perspective. And so the Lord is developing his structure and framework that he's wanted to, he's wanted to bring about and has already had planned for his church. That's what mm-hmm. I see um, as well budding here in this part of the scripture. Amen. Amen. Well, let's pause there for a day because there's a lot, right? Yes. There, there is a lot. And we want to allow time for the, for the Lord through his Holy Spirit to minister to you. And and give you the opportunity to listen to him for yourself Mm -hmm. and to search out the scriptures. And if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to to ask, to to contact us. We'd love Mm -hmm. to discuss the word with you. If -hmm. if you have a question, you can always reach out to us either through our website, adayofprayer.org, or directly through email at ministry at Mm adayofprayer.org. All right? We'd love to hear from you. love to connect with you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, discuss the word together. That's how we all learn and grow, and it's, a, it's iron sharpening iron, right? Amen. Yes. So that means that we're going to pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, sir. Lord, just thank you for today, and just thank you for providing for everything, Lord, just get, equipping us with you, Lord, so that we know what we're supposed to do and we're able to do it correctly, Lord. Lord, I ask you just thank you for just giving us your word, Lord, and just making what we're able to teach on it, Lord. Mm-hmm. In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, 
find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.